previously on Lost. I'm trying to imagine really why everyone is there, like to them. And Hurley, Hurley is just here to chill. But Kate and Jack just kind of want to die. This is Lost Young Sheldon era. That's true. Yeah, uh, he's going to be getting up to hijinks with Saeed, and everybody's going to be talking about whether it's possible to kill him. If it's hating journalists, however you get there is uh, worthwhile. Yeah, it could be. Anyway, uh, should we talk about Lost? We should talk about Lost. Let's do it, because this is the Lost Me podcast. My name's Ben. That's Spencer. We talk about the show Lost episode by episode. Uh, I've seen it a whole bunch. Spencer's never seen it before. And tonight we're talking about He's Are You. And uh, that's season five, episode 10. And, you know, last week you made the point that Saeed was sort of just a man of many masks. And this show, this episode really showed it because we got we got every type of Saeed in this episode. I know. I know. Uh, they're just this poor guy is getting dragged through the mud by season five. Yeah. It's like the first Linus Saeed interaction we get in the flashback where Saeed finishes the last of his the murders Linus has him do. And Linus says, you've done it. That's it. And through clenched teeth, Saeed is just, you're just walking away. <laughs> and then like two lines later, he goes in baby mode, Saeed, like, what do I do now? Yeah. And honestly... This strikes me as some kind of protest performance by Naveen Andrews. Could like, be. I know, I know he has better uh, than this in him. I know he's capable of more. We've seen him do a lot better. I'm thinking back to my favorite Saeed episode, which is support Saeed. Him in pure supporting cast mode, like helping Desmond on the, on on the, the freighter. freighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that episode again? Uh, the Constant. This episode, on top of torture, we get killer. Yeah. And by the end, unfortunately, he's like, he's a special flavor of killer, which is uh, he's realized his life is a jihad against Linus. Yep. All right. Let's, um, I feel like the, the, the killing baby Hitler moment at the end is kind of the big moment of this episode. Let's save that. Let's do the flashback first, because... The first scene of this flashback is so incredible. <laughs> it's, it's like this was pure season one lost uh, or season two, even just like the sepia tone flashback to show us it's Iraq. This straight up like emotionless fucking dead eyed kid just fucking murking this chicken. Just, what's especially funny is that they already did this with Mr. Echo, except for with killing a human. <laughs> Yes, very and very tropey too, like forcing your kid, forcing your kid to kill. Yeah. Uh, all right. So then we get the aforementioned scene of Saeed making his last kill, and then meeting up with Ben. And I, I've never really been sure what to make of this. Does Ben really? Was he just playing Saeed this whole time, or is there really just no one left on Whitmore's payroll? I mean, clearly he is. Also playing Saeed, I mean, we see in that upcoming scene where Linus finds Saeed once she's off in, or is he the Dominican Republic building houses? Let's build our world. Yeah, once uh, once Saeed is in his uh, habitat for humanity mode, uh, Linus finds him and clearly lies, saying yep. there has been, you know, 
I think Locke has been murdered. Mm-hmm. I suppose he has been murdered, but uh, yeah. yeah, lying by omission, I guess. Yeah, uh, and he says, you know, you're a killer. It's in your nature. Said says, I don't like killing, and Ben says, I was mistaken. Uh, all of these scenes to me, the, the on-island stuff in this episode is pretty interesting, but I thought the Flash was, was pretty weak overall. Just, yeah, uh, the, just a lot of retread. I'm excited to get to some of our Dharma moments, but yeah, it's it's retread, and it's the weird kind of season four slash five retread, which is we're seeing the same scene so many times from mm-hmm. different uh perspectives in a way that is a little bit fillery it's not as if it's completely revelatory seeing it from yeah someone else's perspective it's because, like oh because yeah the next sequence is Saeed leaving the the marina uh after the big meetup yeah this is like our fourth or fifth time in the marina yeah. scene and then Saeed goes and gets drunk and we get uh Lothario Saeed picking up uh Alana in the bar but uh she turns out to be uh, on the payroll of the man who Saeed killed in the Seychelles. But yeah, I'm here to bring you to Guam. And this, like we said, this is Bond villain Saeed, or not Bond villain. This is just Bond Saeed to a T, which we've seen already and seen recently. You know? and, and, with, and with a Bond girl in Alana, you know, double crossing him. Oh, yeah, we already got that, you know? I guess that's in true. A, in, in the last Saeed Bond. Oh, you're so. right. I totally forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, we've been here. Anyway, we then see Saeed on the plane. He asks Alana if she's working for Ben. He, she says no and asks why anyone would work for someone because Ben uh, Saeed describes him as a manipulator, a liar, and a monster. And so he said, I did. End of flashback. I mean, I guess the one thing I'll say is that, like, you know, it fills in a blank. There, are th- there were, what, three people we needed to know how they got on the plane. I guess four. Yeah. Ben... Saeed, Kate, and Hurley. That's one down. You're you're skipping a very incredible line from Saeed, which is uh, Linus is the monster responsible for nothing short of genocide. Which yeah. I'm gonna have to quibble with you there. Let's see, how many Dharma did he did he probably kill? Let's say maybe I'd say maybe on, a, maybe a hundred at, at on, max. On the high end, it's like one fifty. To call that genocide is to presume that uh, Dharma is like a race. A race, of right? Yeah. I, there are some genocide scholars who would say that, like, you could count uh, like a political group as genocide. Oh, okay. Uh, but I don't think that Dharma even counts then. They're just like a nonprofit. <laughs> like, if I killed every, if I killed everyone who worked for like City Harvest, would that make me <laughs> a genocidaire? If anyone's listening, I am not planning any sort of attack on any NGO. <laughs> um, what's what, another? I feel like another gem from uh, this this poor series of uh, Saeed flashes is. Uh, I thought you looked sad. I like sad men. Saeed's yeah. a sad. Saeed's a sad boy. He's a freaking sad boy, baby. In a way, a little bit ahead of his time, perhaps. Yeah, he's. If, if Saeed were around now. He would have like Phoebe Bridgers on the AirPods. He'd be he'd be wearing he'd be wearing like big uh, like flowery shirts. I would love to see you and Naveen Andrews together at a Phoebe Bridgers show. Ah uh, man, I, you know I'm going to see her in Brooklyn in uh in June. Maybe he'll be there. Oh, that's that's awesome. I love that. But yeah, that, that that's our that's our flashbacks, and let's and we can we can get to the this episode of Young Ben. 
I love Young Ben. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love watching him get the shit kicked out of him by his dad. He has a Stephen King dad, like to a T. Oh yeah. Just like I mean, Stephen King's abusive fathers and his bullies are just so uh, cartoonishly and simply and fully evil. And this guy absolutely fits the bill. Yeah, I mean, in the last episode, he literally got drunk and said, it's hard to celebrate the day you killed your mom. (laughs) This time he's like beating him in front of a prisoner. Yeah, throwing him up against the freaking bars of the cell. Yeah, at at the end of the day, young young Ben really just wants to get out of his small town. It sucks. He's like the kid in the, the, the perks of being a wallflower or something, but he can't find a group of friends who uh, like the Smiths and uh, yeah. can take him to the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. I actually watched that movie for the first time, like, last year. It's, it's not bad. But yeah, no, no, no help is coming for young Ben. Uh, he wants to help Saeed, though. That's our first mm-hmm. kind of present scene of this episode. Yep. Uh, we should talk a little bit about Radzinski because he is the best and the worst. He sucks so much, but he's such a fun character because of what a complete dick he is. Yeah, he keeps bringing up his model. <laughs> my model! My model! Uh, he's the stickler about like, okay, but how could he know this? He yeah. must have known that from that. He's like, this show's comic, go- comic book guy from The yep. Simpsons. Mm-hmm. It's like, how they make fun of the like, overly aggressive like detail oriented fan you're right so if if hurley is our audience surrogate in a good way he's our audience surrogate in the annoying way yeah absolutely like he he's only getting in the way of the main characters like trying to do cool shit yeah he's 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 a fun character uh speaking of hurley i love the scene of them in the cafeteria and the fact that her, her, Hurley has just instantly integrate, integrated himself into Dharma life. Know. He's working in the calf. He's making sure that he gets, you know, extra. I don't remember what, what was the food he tried to, or that he uh, told them to try. I don't even remember. Waffles. But I think it was the waffles. Yeah. He's just, yeah. he's just there. Like in, in a similar way that Sawyer was running uh, security in in three years, if Hurley had been left behind uh, and not been on the plane and he'd been in started in 1974, he would have been running food service on the island within like within like six months. Yeah, those two are allowed to flourish. I think in, in some ways they're like the most mentally healthy of the main cast. Yeah, I, I feel I feel like they've exercised a lot of their personal demons. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, Hurley isn't literally mentally healthy. Uh, he wants to live in the open air asylum that is Dharmaville, but yeah, well, that's I don't know. Thing, right? when, when you compare him to fucking like Jack or Kate, it's well, like, oh, this guy's doing fine. Both Hurley and Sawyer live outside of society, right? Like in different ways. So- Sawyer, in that he is, you know, a uh, a con man and lives outside the law, and uh, Hurley, in that his most the, his happy place is literally in the institution. Yeah, um, yeah. I suppose you could make the argument that Kate is similar to Sawyer, but Kate is just is so like self-obsessed that she can't let go of the way Sawyer does. So the two of them, because they, they don't operate well in modern society, of course they love going back to the 70s and living in Dharmaville. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. It's very fun to see the um, 
friend group uh, sitting down at Dharma High, like mm-hmm. talking about the drama, like, oh my God, Kate, you didn't know that yeah. Juliet and Sawyer are dating? Awkward. Mm-hmm. I mean, speaking of Jack, though, like we don't get too much Jack in this episode, but God, is he miserable. Like, yeah, he, he is, this is the worst for him. He yeah. has to listen to Sawyer. He's, he's a janitor. <laughs> yeah, this is schlubby Jack. Like, isn't even really interested in like intervening kind of did nothing this episode let's see um then we get we get the the assault scene where, where roger just beats ben uh and then uh saeed gets taken to uh, a hippie witch doctor before that we get that that scene of sawyer trying to convince saeed that he should just go along with the ruse that he was an other, uh, a hostile, I should say. Oh, that's right. He would try to, you're right. He tries to sell him, say you're defecting, I'll integrate yeah. you in here, and Saeed refuses. Saeed says, a 12-year-old Ben Linus brought me a chicken salad sandwich. How do you think I'm doing? Yeah. Um, but Saeed is here, like, he's resisting for why, you know? I think he's just resisting because Saeed as written, and again, he's not a very consistently written character, but he's just like, he'll never just go along to get along, right? He has to find his own way to do things, even if it's stupid. I think here, too, the second time he refuses Sawyer later in the episode, post-interrogation, like, at that point, it's clear that he is ready to be punished for being a killer, and he is kind of ready to die and take out Linus too, which that that makes him like the third suicidal main character within like a handful of episodes. Yeah, Jack kind of Lock and now uh now yeah. Yeah. Um but yes, he's taken to the Dharma uh witch doctor who is played by the wonderful William Sanderson who I didn't know until I saw Deadwood. Uh he plays EB Farnham who is the best character on Deadwood. Oh, nice. Uh, the comedic relief. He's so fucking good. Um, and they have the little... I can only assume the little gramophone outside of his tent is, yep. a, is a Deadwood nod. Like, I can't really see that any other way. Interesting. And okay. I, I love seeing this dude. And he's playing uh, a Billy Holiday record. Uh, Holiday. N- another fun fact about Oldham's camp is that he has a Tibetan Buddhist uh, prayer flag. <laughs> That's perfect. Um drug up Saeed and he uh, sort of gives away the game of how much he knows about the island, the fact that he was here and uh, luckily for him and for Sawyer uh, they just assume they give him too many drugs. Yeah, I was in handcuffs because I was a bad man. He's been a bad, bad boy. <laughs> he really has. Um, uh, Radzinski's like, who even cares? None of this matters. Ask him hey, about the fuck. Ask him about the model. That's yeah. He's he's completely a uh, an annoying fan. Yeah. Uh, in the in this moment, trying to enforce canon, Saeed has that laugh. You used exactly enough of the serum, uh, which is in in a way you see Saeed laughing at the absurdity of the premise of the show. That he's time that he's time traveling. Yeah, that he showed up on the island again in the seventies. And 
in a way, you know, transported to the island, like kind of the least willingly of any character we've seen so far. Yeah, I mean, Saeed, Saeed's in hell. <laughs> like, yeah. he's, he, he's kind of right believing that he's being punished. Yeah. Uh, um, let's see. Then we get the the very sort of awkward, again, sort of Dharma High uh, scene of uh, Juliet telling Kate that she and Sawyer are together. Or I should mm-hmm. say Kate revealing to Juliet yeah, that she knows. Juliet is kind of uh, reverted back again into uh, complete Ice Queen Mean Girl mode. Uh, yeah. I wasn't sure how to tell you without it sounding like I was telling you to stay away. Yeah, which really means stay away. Yeah, which really means stay away because Juliet cannot just acknowledge it and be chill. She has to acknowledge it and like reify it. Yeah. Um, Juliet echoes, when she's talking to Sawyer, she echoes a Kate line from last season. Uh, Juliet says, it's over, isn't it? This, us, playing house, all of it. Yeah. Like, again, again playing house. Um, I feel like this is just like the uh, Gen X writer with divorced parents'. Uh, yep. <laughs> it's, it's that writer's insecurity about the viability of settling down. Yeah. You're only, you're only playing it. You're, it's, it's only a fantasy. It's yeah, not- all, all, all family is transitory. We're all always alone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we get the big meeting where, like you said, they uh, pretty much just decide to kill Saeed in cold blood. <laughs> it's, uh, let's see, what's her name? What What is her name? Amy? Amy. Amy kind of instrumentalizes little baby Ethan. She's just like, you know, I, I'm trying to imagine, like, raising my sweet little babe uh, with him around. Yeah. I'll never be able to, to sleep soundly or whatever. Baby, baby Mopather cannot be around Saeed. Yeah, good line from uh, Radzinski uh, to the little book group we have gathered. As long as he's among us, oh yeah, the more the more danger yo, we're in. Yo, uh, I'm just gonna say it. Said is sus. Said is officially sus. He's officially sus. <laughs> he's officially mungus. <laughs> Um, yeah. Later after the meeting, uh, Said or Sawyer goes to Kate to ask why they came back, but before she can answer, big flaming Dharma van. Ben is in full Donnie Darko mode, having helped to say you'd escape. Oh, man. But they run into uh, Jin. Saeed knocks him out. Uh, says, you were right about me. I am the killer. And they kill baby Hitler. Did you think they were actually going to do it? Did you think they were actually going to have Saeed or have someone uh, at least attempt? I guess we don't know if he dies yet. At least attempt to kill young Ben. I didn't think of it, but if someone had like suggested it, I would have thought it was plausible just because I feel like y- for a time travel story like this, even if you know you can't change it, it, it you have to have the drama of someone fatalistically trying to yeah, gotta try. change the past. I suppose I'm yeah surprised it was it was Saeed doing it. Fun development. Yeah. I can only imagine the kid is still alive. Yeah. All right. Anything else uh, about this episode? No, I don't think so. Hey, pr- pretty, pretty fun despite itself. I love that uh, Sawyer line. Uh, Three years, no burning buses. Y'all are back for one day. Yeah. Very much dad Sawyer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Next week, we have an episode called Whatever Happened Happened. Uh, it's a Kate episode. Uh, Kate, actually the only character to get two episodes this season. So Okay. There you go. Um, and yeah, it's, uh, I 
don't remember everything about it, but I think it's a pretty good one. Um, lots All of right. good, lots of good Dharma stuff. Uh, so we will talk to you guys next week. If you like us, let us know and uh, have a good one. See you guys.